from an investing standpoint, I think there's definitely, definitely value. Huge value. Huge, huge value. Because a lot of these cards were very iconic for their time. Uh, to the hardcore players, they were the gold of the time. They were the ones that everyone wanted at the time. I mean, aside from all of the other cards like Mirror Force and stuff and whatnot back in the day. Those Mechanical Chaser, the Morphing Jar, the Royal Degree, um, all those cards were super popular, right? Um, so the hardcore collectors, they may go back and, and go into the, look at the old school stuff, and they may say, wow, you know, I remember when, uh, when I got that Mechanical Chaser, or I remember how great that card was from Tournament Pack 1. Um, so you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend hundreds of dollars to, to pick it up again and relive the nostalgia, right? Keep in mind as well the pack prices of this stuff. <laughs> you can't lose buying a PSA 10 Mechanical Chaser or a PSA 10 uh, Morphing Jar, whatever it may be. You can't lose, or even a raw Morphing Jar these days. You can't lose buying that because those packs are just non-existent these days. They're just so old, they're, they're just not anything on the market. So people are spending like 25, 30 bucks a pack on some of this stuff, which is crazy considering the odds of pulling an ultra are like one in a hundred packs, you know? From an investing standpoint, there's iconic cards, there's high rarity cards. The people who usually got those cards were high rollers as it was. To be able to have a big time deck back in the day, they knew what tournament packs were. Think about this. They knew what tournament packs were and they were really into the game. And if they were that into the game then, odds are, if they're not into it now, there's a chance that they could come back in. The people that are already into it now, they know the value of these cards. They know the value of tournament packs, alright? Um, people pay for rarity. You know, that, that should be relatively obvious. People pay for rarity. Why are people paying $2,000 for a PSA 10 Retro Pack 2? Blue Eye Shining Dragon, when they could have the super rare Blue Eye Shining Dragon from the movie packs for $5. Think about it, right? Because it's rarity. People want that rare, the secret rare. They just want it because there's so few out there. Um, and that goes the same with tournament packs, you know? There's so few singles out there in Mint. There's so few singles out there in general with tournament packs. That I think they're really going to go up big time. I really do. I think they're the next wave um, for increases. Do I think that's going to be overnight? No. Do I think it's going to be in the next six months? No. Do I think it's going to be over the next three years? Absolutely. Because think about it, in three years' time, how many morphing jars from TP2s will be on the market? I mean, they'll be not, they're non-existent as it is, right? In three years, when things get that old, uh, and people get their fix, right? How many people um, are going to be selling that card? Not, not many. Right? It's simple supply and demand and rarity. People want high rarity. They want valuable cards. And valuable cards come from the idea of being rare. That simple. You can buy a common morphing jar for a buck. You can buy the TP2 for 150. Or two, actually, it's like 225 bucks now. It's crazy. Um, in terms of other cards, uh, specifically in tournament packs, I'm looking at Luminous Soldier. Card, 
The card is five bucks. Ultra rare for Tournament Pack Five. Tournament Pack Five is probably the last Tournament Pack where there's actually quantity available. Um, you know, for five or ten or fifteen, whatever it is, dollars, you really have nothing to lose by picking one of those things up because it's one in a hundred packs. You know, it, it's rare. The card stinks. The card stinks. The card is awful. Luminous Soldier, but it's rare, right? It's rare. Uh, Fortress Whale, that card is useless. The card is useless, but it's iconic in, in the anime with uh, Mako Tsunami, I think, uh, with his Warrior deck, but it's also rare. You know, Fortress Whale, rare. DD Warrior uh, from Tournament Pack 7, rare. Uh, Magical Arm Shield from TP8, rare. Toon Cannon Soldier, even though it's been reprinted, Toon Cannon Soldier, rare. People are going to pay for whatever's rare, no matter no matter what is... Alright, here's a good example. I probably was going to put a separate video on this, but... Vice Dragon uh, from DDY1, which was the duelist uh, dual disc that never came out. Uh, I don't know if it was a GX or a 5Ds, dual disc. It never came out. It was randomly inserted into Raging Battle Special Edition mini box. Three pack mini boxes. Uh mistakenly or not i don't know i'm not konami i'm not a deck. uh that card stinks <laughs> it's awesome looking don't get me wrong uh, it's awesome looking there's common i think or a premium gold i don't know if it's common either way it's two dollar card in common or gold rare or whatever it may be but from ddy1 the unreleased ddy1 people are paying 300 400 and honestly i want one <laughs> i want one of those because it's it's rare. It's rare. And why do people pay, you know, a thousand bucks for a DDS Blue Eyes when they could get a sort of Kaiba Blue Eyes? Same artwork, different rarity. But why are they paying, or why are they paying, you know, 800 bucks for a first edition PSA 10 LOB Blue Eyes? when they could just pick up a PSA 10 Unlimited Blue Eyes for so much cheaper. Because it's scarce, and it's rare, and everybody wants what nobody else wants. And that's the thing with tournament packs. Or no, nobody else has, excuse me. That's the thing with tournament packs. There's so many cards in there that just people don't have, and they're just so rare. They're great at the time. Nostalgic, that's one plus. That's one thing. They're rare. That's another thing. And people don't want to get rid of this stuff. People, it's just, pack prices are through the roof, as I said. Tournament packs, long-term value, definitely, definitely see the long-term value of tournament packs. So if you're wise, if you see a good deal on a, on a tournament pack card, or even a sealed box, sealed packs, um, I still have all my tournament pack 7 packs, because it's tough to find. <laughs> exactly why I'm keeping it, it's tough to find. Uh, but yeah. That, that's it for tournament packs. I think the future is bright. Very bright for tournament packs. Uh, whether it follows with Astral packs or OTS packs now, the tournament packs, it probably will, but that's not for a long, long time. I'm looking, you know, long term, but I'm not looking 20 years. <laughs> I'm looking 5, 10 years. I'm not looking 20 years down from now, right now, so, uh, with tournament packs, but, uh. Those you want to keep an eye on. They're definitely getting hotter. I've noticed over the last couple of years, tournament pack prices have gone up substantially, significantly. Uh, so there's definitely something to watch. The trend is going up. 
there's no reason why it would slow down. Um, absolutely no reason. So yeah, just take a look. Tournament packs, definitely worth looking into. Definitely long-term growth potential for sure. All right.